You're listening to a podcast from Grace Church in Salado, Texas. For more information and resources just like this, visit us online at gracesalado.com. Well, hello and welcome to the Grace Church Slato podcast. My name is David Laws, and I'm joined by Jason Goings, the pastor of Preaching and Vision here at Grace. Jason, thanks for being here. Good to be back. Yeah. We're back. Took a few weeks off. Yeah, uh, where were you? We were in the Netherlands, and we are, yeah, we were with a team of five other people from the church getting to go over there and uh, spend all morning and all afternoon just walking around the streets, starting conversations, sharing the gospel. Uh, really, really cool time. We just um, obviously, you know this, but for anyone listening, I guess, uh, had a time to ch- on Sunday to share a little bit like about the trip and some of the stories and testimonies. We'll be doing that again this upcoming Sunday, and it was it was just a wonderful, wonderful time of getting to just kind of watch the Lord do what only the Lord can do. This So this Sunday before worship, what time? Tell everybody what time. 9.15. So it's they're doing it during the Sunday morning Bible studies, typical meeting time. Um, so they were generous enough to let us meet during that. So if you missed it this past Sunday, I'd really recommend coming. It's it, it's There's no way to listen to that and not come away encouraged by what the Lord's doing. Oh, yeah, just to know and hear that the Holy Spirit's working and active through the church in the Netherlands. Uh, my question is, and I didn't ask you this in front of everybody, but was it hard walking with those shoes in the Netherlands? Because uh, are you talking about the wear, wooden clogs? Everybody <laughs> has to wear wooden clogs, right? Like we were. I mean, I didn't wear them when I went there, but I, I can affirm that we did not wear the wooden clogs. Okay, but we okay. were. We were putting in an insane amount of steps. <laughs> like every person was getting in twenty five, thirty thousand steps a day. Uh, we were. We were covering that city with some wow, steps. Awesome. A lot of moving around. Well, thank you for going, David, and thank you for sharing with the church. And church, I just if if you're in town and you can be up here at nine fifteen to hear, uh, it's in our fellowship hall. I'd love for you to come and and um, to hear that because yeah. there was a season for them to go and a season for us to uh, connect with this ministry, and uh, that kind of transitions us. I was gonna say, look at you making the little segue yeah. into the uh, to the verse. Well, um, before we jump in there, if this is your first time listening, just so you know, uh, the only reason that we do this podcast is so that you would come away loving God's Word more and having a better idea how you can take those things that you're reading and then apply it to your daily life. Uh, so as Jason started to lean into a few seconds ago, our life verse for this week is from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and it's verses 1 and 11. Uh, so we kind of have two verses merged into one this week. And it says this, For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. He's made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he's put eternity in a man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. So, Jason, you kind of started to uh, move into that terminology of the season and everything has its own season. But, yeah, it's a, it's a new chapter for us uh, based on the podcast that we've done. Uh, so we're transitioning into a new book here. Um, so just zoom out. Let us know what's going on here in Ecclesiastes. It's kind of a different book. If- yeah, yeah. So it's a it's new month. Uh, we've taken, what, a three, four-week break. Uh, so it's time to start back church this is a great time, no matter how the first six months went. This is, let's go. We got a more six months, another six months in the year, and we got a new season yeah. waiting for us. And so starting off this month and this new uh, season of life verses with this verse is so special to me. I love this verse. As, as weird and kind of, not weird, uh, as awkward as Ecclesiastes might feel, 
to someone who's reading it. Like you just get through reading the Psalms and the Proverbs, and then you come to Ecclesiastes, it might feel awkward. And and in a way, it is it's obviously inspired by the Holy Spirit to to be that for us. At this time, it's it's sort of the 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 writings of an old man um, yeah. referred to as the preacher. Uh, most people believe um, that it's Solomon at the end of his days writing down his reflections on his life and the meaning of life. And and so uh, throughout this book, there's the idea of judgment and death that comes up several times. And, and so as we listen and read the preacher's reflections here, um, if I'm just going to be blunt and honest because I'm getting older, uh, it's just like listening to a godly older man at the end of his days that's desiring to be heard, that's wanting to make a point on important things. So Yeah, the book kind of has a different feel to it yeah. than a lot of other texts. You know, like, I think there's some people that come away especially encouraged or especially confused <laughs> from Ecclesiastes. Right, right. You know, the book starts off in chapter one, it's meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. And there's a way to hear that and get discouraged, like, oh man, everything is meaningless. Or if you really see what he's saying... That all these things that we're to- toiling for have an end, you know, but there's something that doesn't. And it's almost like we listen to it, and you you, you ever go to those small groups, and that one person says something, you're like, should should she be saying that? Should he <laughs> should he have said that? It it feels like that when you first read it without yeah. digging in at all. Yeah. Should should Solomon be talking like? So uh, one thing I I think it's important for us to remember as we read through Ecclesiastes is is inspired by the Holy Spirit, Solomon. We notice some things in his speech and his writing that we can sort of sense even when we sit down with the godliest of elderly men or women in our in our day, right? Like there's this desire to share life experiences. That's what we see here. There's this this tone and sort of this like attitude a little bit, like it's time to to just shoot straight. It's time for you to I don't want to waste my breath. Here's the deal. And then we see that this preacher here is inspired with a deep wisdom that's very, very important for us to hold on to. So yeah. that's what's going on. That's sort of the background of leading up to three. And as um, we start to kind of pull apart the meaning a little bit, we've got it is a little different here because we've got these two separate verses, which mm-hmm. we're kind of looking at simultaneously. But yeah. help us understand kind of the meaning, some of the big things that you see sticking out in the passage. Yeah. So the reason why we chose verse 1 and 11 is because they sort of bookend uh the verses 2 through 10. I think it's important for us to read that briefly, David, if you don't mind um, just reading verse 1 and then get into, especially all the way down to verse 8. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, at the beginning he says, for everything there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Then he starts to list out some of those things. He says, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what's been planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up. There's a time to weep, a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, uh, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And then a few verses later is when he says, uh, you know, he's made everything beautiful in its time, and we get the, the passage from today. Yeah, so I, we chose these two verses because there's a launch of, for everything there's a season and a time, and then you just listed how many of it? I mean, oh, there's, yeah. there's 15, a bunch. 15, 20 different themes there. Right, and so um, basically the gist is that um, 
whether it's death, growth, laughter, weeping, seeking, finding, losing, speaking, silence, whatever it is, we're all going to have impacts and moments in our life. And there's going to be seasons of those. Uh, as much as you want to run away from this one or only do this one, there's going to be assigned times for us to weep, assigned times for us to laugh, to speak, to be quiet. So I find something really stabilizing in that too, like with that mindset that there's a season for things, because when things are really good, you're anchored in that mindset that this might not last forever. Like there, there might be a, a seasonality to some of these things that I'm enjoying right now. And, and then when things are really hard, there's something stabilizing in it, knowing there's, there's going to be an end to this season. Like, and, and just using discernment, what season am I in right now? And just recognizing that things come and things go, things pass away. You see that theme a lot through Ecclesiastes. It's just the, not the superficiality of, of things necessarily, but the fact that the lack of eternality in most of the things that we prioritize or focus on, yeah. that they come and that they go. Well, and to expect the coming and the goings of those, like right. how how much we see that people get depressed whenever they go from laughter to weeping. Yeah. But to know that there's going to be seasons for that and expect that, it, I, to me, kind of going along with what you're saying, it, it helps us just have a steady heartbeat through it all. Yeah. Like we're, there, we're just going through these seasons just like we would spring, summer, fall, winter. Um, and then we get to verse 11. And so there is this aspect of it is like, well, this is the routine of life. Right. God has ordained this. He's assigned this. There's an ebb and flow that we need to accept. Yeah. It, it actually helps us if we just accept it. But just when it starts to get a little frustrating or boring, we might think, or whatever, then we have verse 11. Yeah, so it says, Also he's put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. So help us make sense of that. <laughs> I I just I every time I say this verse I just think how much deeper in awe of God I get because um we we need to know that there's an author like when we get to a bad chapter we need to know there's purpose in this we need to know that there's something being done here and I think we're allotted and given these seasons or these days for this, 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 and this so that there would be a deeper yearning within us for something better, a better day, a better eternity, a better season. And so um, also that little end, you cannot find out what God has done, that there's this mystery like if you get bored that, okay, it's a weeping day, it's a it's a laughing day, it's a speaking day, it's a quiet day, just know that God's a God of mystery and he's put something in us, this quest and this yearn for eternity where those days, and you can look at it in Revelation, the days of weeping, suffering, death, or no more. Yeah. It's like almost those things are all pulled out yeah. and it's just the laughter and the joy and the building, you know, um, that's coming. And so, and that's the end of the story. And, and so that's coming. So I, I like the verse one ver- with verse 11, God ordains the days and he's ordained our eternity Yeah, and he wants us to be ready. Well, and I'm glad we had a chance to read through a lot of those in between verses too, because as you hear that, there's this really obvious intentional repetition, like this seasonality of all these things, this comes and this goes, and this comes and this goes, and this comes and this goes. And then there's like this like highlighted statement at the end where it's 
but he has put eternity into the heart of mankind, you know? And it's just this mindset that, like, yes, all of these things have an expiration date, but he has put this eternal inheritance in our heart. And just that reminder that there's a there's an eternal reality that's more glorious and more everlasting than whatever it is that we're experiencing on this earth right now. Like, basically, the reality of, of that eternal life is more real than even the things that we're experiencing here and now. Like, yeah. there's a greater yeah. reality that's coexisting with the things that we're touching and seeing and feeling mm-hmm. in any given moment. Yeah, we can and, taste this. Yeah. But we hunger for that. Yeah. You know, it's like we're tasting this now, but we're hungering for that. Uh, the theology of all this is is just, I got some bullet points here. Yeah, what do It's you just got? to remember, he gives it, whatever it is, he makes it useful and purposeful. He's designed it to point us to eternity. We can't figure them all out. Yeah. So we just rely on him. Yeah. It's, it's just a real clear, these 12 verses or whatever, just help us do that. And so... Mm-hmm. The application is not as hard as you might think. I don't think very much, you know. So that's <laughs> so. Let's just take. Let's just take. So so. There's something. Um, there's a message being said here by the preacher that we need to understand is that everyone is going to weep. Everyone's going to cry. There's a universality to all of this. And so for me, when I go to apply these beautiful promises in verse 1 and verse 11, let's just say, okay, when I'm grieving, I should say, I should hold to the truth that, okay, based on what Solomon is saying here, I'm not the only one who's gone through something like this. That's helpful. It's not just me. Uh, Also... I'm not alone when I go through something like this. He's put eternity in my heart. He's linking me to the future. And God has a plan, or to be more intentional, God is actually using this. Yeah. Yeah, it's more than this is just the way of life. Yeah, this is just how things yeah. are. It's actually, no, this is how God has designed things to be to accomplish his purposes. Right, right. So when you're grieving, those are three things that are very important. How about when you're bored or you're feeling stuck? Well, let's do this. You're not the only one going through something like this. You're not alone when you're going through life that's stuck. And God has a plan and a purpose. If you feel bored, there's God's using it. There's purpose with it. He want, maybe, I know there's times in my life when there's been a season of feeling like I'm idle or bored or routine, that that's what I needed just to like wake me up and like, oh, God, and God's put a charge in me. Like, let's change. Let's mm-hmm. change this, tweak that. When we're frustrated, anxious, the same application. I'm not the only one who's going through something like this. Um, I'm not alone, and God has a purpose in this. So, yeah. what about what? What if we just actually handled our fears and our anxieties that way? Okay, I have this feeling. God, what are you doing with that feeling? Give it back to Him. What do you want to do with this? Maybe you're protecting me from something. Maybe you're getting me to think through something more, or maybe, I don't know. So When you can even look to Joseph, like Joseph wasn't able to make sense of a lot of that in the moment, but then you look back to when he's talking with his brothers at the end of that whole episode, and he says, God had a plan for all of this. Like mm-hmm. God was doing something through this. And, and of course he didn't evil. know that when he's, you know, yeah. running away from Potiphar, you know, like that whole scenario, like that wasn't on the forefront of his mind. Oh, I can see what God's doing right now, or when he's sitting in the jail cell, but but it is evidence of how God uses our lives in ways that are oftentimes uncomfortable and miserable in the moment 
to accomplish something that's a, a much greater, more beautiful reality yeah. in the end. Yeah. Who, and what, how, how's it verse like, you cannot find out what God has done from the beginning of the end. Yeah. So he said, eternity. in your, one day we're going to see it all. Yeah. Aim for that. Look for that. You know, in the meantime, he's assigned every season, every time, give it to him and know that you're not alone. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to the Grace Slato podcast this week. Uh, we really do hope that this discussion spurs you on your love for Jesus and your love for people. Uh, we'll see you next Wednesday for next week's episode. Or on Sunday at the Netherlands. Sharing uh, time. Sharing yeah, time, so. that's right.